Do you ever think to yourself, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing with my life? Well, we don't either, but we've learned some things along the way that have gotten us a little bit closer to being functioning adults. Or at least we've learned to fake it well enough. Welcome to Insert Verb Here, your friendly neighborhood advice podcast by two girls who are just as clueless as you are. I'm Jordan. And I'm Haley. And we are Verb. This is it. This is it. <laughs> okay, you ready? Nope. How Let's go. Start, how are we going to start this? <gasps> it's our first podcast. Like, our first podcast. Like, episode one of the, our podcast. The real deal. Of, this is of, crazy. How are you feeling? I cannot believe it at all. Like, yeah. it's actually, we, we finally did it. It's really surreal. It's really surreal. Like, thinking about it. Like, people are going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Like, people are Soon. listening to this right now. Yeah. That's wild. Like, that's absolutely crazy. Well, I hope those listening are doing well. Yes, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> it's kind of crazy out there in the world crazy right world. now. Crazy world. 2020. 2020 is... A dumpster fire. <sighs> Just with... <laughs> don't even want to talk about anything that happened. Like, ugh. Everything about 2020 is just completely against us right now. So we're here to bring joy into your life. Yeah, and positivity. We'll try to. At least attempt. Yeah. And just like... And if we don't, you'll have a nice little escape for a little bit. Yeah. At least. Or maybe we can just give you some good, friendly advice. Good vibes. Good, good vibes. vibes. We love the vibes. <laughs> I feel like that's the cringiest thing I've ever said. We love the we vibes. We love the vibes. <laughs> gross. I hate myself. <laughs> So our goal with, should we put that in here? Our goal and intention with this podcast is to take your questions and concerns Mm -hmm. and anything you kind of want to talk about or hear us talk about any advice and bring it to light and just put our take on it and what we kind of feel about the situation doesn't mean that's what you should do. No, absolutely not. You shouldn't have to take what we say as law, but just kind of our view on it. We all have different experiences Mm -hmm. and we all have different point of views coming on the same question. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, we just want to give you our advice and our kind of perspective on it. Just Mm -hmm. maybe give you a new opinion or a new, like something, uh, a new perspective you've never seen before. Yeah. You know? All right, Miss Haley. So what is our first topic we're going to talk about today? So I guess the first thing I wanted to talk about today was... What would you do if you knew you could never fail? Ooh, good question. Right? My first thing is I would do I would do anything. Like I would try to fix the homeless problem. Like I would <laughs> I like I love how you go to like homeless and I go I went I would go to the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> We're at like such opposite ends. I was like I would go like help the food shortage or water shortage and then after that I then I would like try to do like my personal dreams of like swimming across the world or yeah. you know whatever yeah and i went like the first thing i thought was i'm going to be an olympic figure skater <laughs> like all of my spinning out uh and i tanya dreams I, it's the only i never see, watched that movie i didn't either but <laughs> back in the day michelle kwan was my idol yeah. i loved her yeah I did figure skating for like all of three months when I was like five. <laughs> I've 
only gone ice skating once in my entire life. Oh, really? Only once. Oh, well, then we really have to work on making this dream a reality. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't even know if I can do it. Well, if you can't fail, then you can do it. I can do it. That's that's it. It's not, it's the mindset that you can never fail. Yes. It's not like reality. And <laughs> what's so off topic. <laughs> what is the harm of failing, though? I Actually, I was thinking about that, too. It's like, because um, when I was thinking about this, I was like, you know, I would go to the Olympics. I would, like, start my own business and, like, things like that. But would it feel satisfying when you actually get there? because part of the satisfaction after you achieve your goal is overcoming the quote-unquote failure and the obstacles so if everything comes easily to you do you feel that satisfaction afterwards oh that's so interesting I never thought of it that Mm -hmm. way yeah I know I was like from everything that I like know and from what other people say I feel like it wouldn't yeah you know but I mean also I'm probably not the best person to ask because the way that I grew up it was really easy for me and for my family to let me quit when things got hard Mm. if I wasn't good at something I would just like not do it and I would only do the things that I'm good at now I just if I don't if I'm not good at something I literally just avoid it at all costs would I do more things if I couldn't fail or is it something that I need to overcome to feel the satisfaction of like I used to think I was so bad at this but now I've overcome all that and I'm actually like well, in real life, now. in real life, yes. you as Haley, yeah. sitting down right now, what is bad about failing? I guess for me, I'm very hard on myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very, very, I'm my own worst critic. I'm so hard on myself. I put a lot of my personal value in my ability, in my ability to do things. So if I'm really good at everything I do, then I have I have a lot of value and see a lot of value in myself. Whereas if I fail a lot, I feel like, oh, I'm not good enough. I, I'm not capable of doing anything. I'm a failure. I'm this, I'm that. And goes to a really negative place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. That might be something to look at. Go to therapy about. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to go to a therapist on that one. But um, I just have such a fear of failure and fear of other people judging me for mm-hmm. those failures mm-hmm. um and just so like, the, it's the judgment's not from is it from yourself that i'm suck i suck at this or is it other people are gonna think i suck so therefore i do suck it's i suck and then there's a secondary mm-hmm. if i think i suck then other people probably Got think it. i do too Got it. um so it's on both ends not just from mm-hmm. me or outward mm-hmm. it's kind of it's just it's a little bit of both interesting yeah I guess the secondary one's probably because I'm just a people pleaser and I just like people to be happy and I like people to like me and like so that's probably where a lot of that comes from because I don't want other people like if people think I'm a failure that means they think negative negative about me negatively about me and they're don't they don't like me or they have like these ideas in their minds of who I am that it's not actually who I am and so I guess that's why Hmm. I kind of just in general tend to avoid things I'm not good at Mm-hmm. because of my fear of failure but I don't know what about you I don't know I kind of I don't like not being good at things but I'm as I'm growing up and getting older I'm learning to accept that it's a part of life and mm-hmm. to learn and to grow you have to fail mm-hmm. and as a kid I was or when I was younger I was much more like along the lines of you was like I don't want to put myself out there to fail because I don't want people to know I can't do something mm-hmm. So I went to school for performing arts mm-hmm. and 
the thing that got me to audition because I didn't want to audition. And I talked to my friend about how I wasn't going to go. And she said, why? The worst they could say is no. Mm-hmm. They say no, you move on. You know what? That's true. And that mm-hmm. kind of changed my whole outlook on life. The worst anyone can say is no. Yeah. And, and if- that doesn't, that's not a personal attack towards you. And if it is mm-hmm. a personal attack towards you, you might not want them in your life. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, you know? And so they say no. You go, okay. Thank you. I tried. That's the most I could do at that time. That's what mm-hmm. I could offer. And if you're proud of it at the end of the day, great. Yeah. You move on. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of changing your mindset to do that. But that being said, if I knowingly could do anything in the world and not fail, I think I would, I guess, like, quote the greater good kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But I talked, my ex-boyfriend at one point was like, what's what you think is good might not be good for other people not that i'm saying like we shouldn't fix the lack of water Mm -hmm. problem you know like he was like well if you do this and that causes this and that causes that so it just now i'm like reluctant to say this is what i want to do because it will have sub side effects that i what if but what if we say like let's not focus on like human kind of focus what would i personally do well i'm thinking i would fix climate change Mm -hmm. but that's something that's very that's easier to see the effects of like this will help and this will not whereas like if it's something more about other people and something that they're kind of going through it is the question of is this actually what's good for them is Mm -hmm. what i believe what's actually good Mm -hmm. for them so like i feel like if you went from that angle like helping the greater good kind of something like that where it's not so like i don't hope i hope i don't screw everything up yeah like but i guess personally if i could do anything uh, with my life like not for like greater good of mankind or Mm -hmm humankind i want to go to space really bad i, I don't okay I astronaut don't, or an actress i do not know why Dream. when you when we first asked this question and you first started talking before you said like world hunger yeah. poverty i in the first thing i thought in my mind was she's going to say she wants to go to space <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know how Yo, I knew it's that. Been such a dream. But it's like I was like, she's going to say she wants to go to space. Yeah, I one hundred percent. Do not know. That was the first thing I thought of. I was like, space astronaut and acting. I like and moving, you are going to be the, to Hawaii. The first actress, actress acting astro- astronaut. So like when they film the next like Interstellar, <laughs> you're actually in space. It's, it's like log. It's. <laughs> that's that's our vlog that's our next YouTube, that's our youtube channel now just vlogging astronaut. you heard it here first guys the newest verb youtube channel, channel is, is going to be vlogging, vlogging from space yep by jordan by Merritt. jordan Merritt. done that's it thanks for joining in <laughs> <laughs> that's where we end the thing about going into space though is you're gonna lose your friends well because you're not gonna see them anymore because you're in space right and, like, there's no... I don't think they have phones. Do they? Well, the space station is... I know, but I don't think you can just... that's how we get phone service? Yeah, but I don't think you can just, like, text your friend. <laughs> hey, guys, is AT&T, is Sprint still up in like, space? Like, dude, yeah. You got service out here? It's like, I don't think... Because obviously they, they can communicate with, like, mission control. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you can just... They can probably, like, FaceTime with their fr- with their family, like, through the... They've done interviews of people in space. That's true. While they're in space. But that's probably... It's, it's all through space. mission control to it. But I don't think that they just, like, have their phones and can just text anyone. Because they also... So how would you... They also are, like, on a job. It's not... Even if they're, like, off the job, they're still on so the job. So how do you deal with losing friends when you're in space when you're in or space. when you're still just on in earth general yeah because i guess and like growing apart 
I guess. Everyone grows apart. 100%. And like that's the, I don't want to call you out for how old you are, Jordan. <laughs> but like I've been out of school for three years oh, now. Wow. And I've been out of college for two years now, I think. I think it's been two years yeah, so now. You've been out of high school for three and you went straight from high school to college. And, but then I only went to college for like a year and a half. And then I was like, this ain't for me. Oh, I see. <laughs> so I think it's been like a year and a half since I've been out of school. Fall 2018 would have been my last semester at school. And so like the thing I've come to realize is especially once you get out of high school and college is when you really start growing apart from a lot of friends. Because yeah. like, and it's something that everyone kind of has to deal with. Because like when you were in elementary, middle, high school, you were with these people every day for 12 years. Mm-hmm. And, like, people might have moved away. You might not have had the same classes with them. But because you were also surrounded by so many other people, you didn't always kind of notice that these people who are around you all the time. Because you have, like, your close friends, and then you have your, like, school friends that are just, like, one-off. But it's, yeah, like... that so, you hang out with at school. And at you school. Have your, like, I found, like, my biggest shift changes of friends were between middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. That switch, like, freshman year switch. Yeah. And then high school into college Mm -hmm. and then since college I've pretty much kept the same core group of friends there's been like a couple rogue friends that have left and you know but that's just a part of growing up and finding out who you are and I think gosh being like every stage of life I feel like I'm like oh that's the hardest stage of life that's Mm -hmm. the hardest stage of life but your 20s early 20s because you go straight from high school people saying you need to figure your life out you need Mm -hmm. to go to college you need then you go to college it's your first in most cases first time on your own Mm -hmm. and you know you're you're trying to figure out who you are and Mm -hmm. you have all this pressure from everyone else saying what do you want to do with your life and then you get out of college whether you finish or not Mm -hmm. and then it's just more pressure and and then you're you're constantly comparing yourself to other people man i just feel like you go through this whole growth and sometimes people will grow with you and sometimes they don't and i feel like it's okay to lose friends yes if you feel like you are moving towards the person you want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, and then just like losing friends versus just generally growing apart or mm-hmm. like, because I remember when I was in middle school, I had my best friend, did everything together. We started a spy club together. Oh, that's Like so we had secret spy names for each other. It was like a whole what thing. What was your spy name? Um, Baby Boots. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. She named it. There was like a ranking system and I was a baby since I just started. It became my email address for like eight years. All right, guys, if you want to get in touch with Haley, email Baby Boots. There's a number on there that I didn't say for that reason, so you won't even be able to figure it out. But we were best friends. We had every single class together. We did everything together for most of our sixth grade and like seventh grade year. And then eighth grade happened, and we didn't have any classes together. Mm -hmm. And we just like slowly started to hang out when we were at lunch or before And so we just slowly started seeing each other less because we didn't have that opportunity to see each other every single day Mm -hmm. anymore. I remember feeling like really sad because she suddenly kind of just stopped hanging out with me Mm -hmm. and she started hanging out with this other girl. And I, and like, they were like saying like they were each other's best friends and all that kind of stuff. And then little eighth grade me was, I was so, I got jealous for years I was so upset and so jealous about it and then like obviously really once I got older like I got over it it didn't yeah. bother me but it was one of the things like I was thinking back and I was like I remember how shit I felt in that situation at the time and then it took me literally like while I was saying all this you're having a live realization I'm having a live realization that it's like wow 
at the time I was upset because I thought it was something about me or something about her or she like she turned against me or like something I don't know dramatic like yeah. that but then like it as middle we, schoolers as middle schoolers do thinking about it now I'm like we just didn't have the opportunity yeah to especially that's it's so hard when you're kids too because it's dependent it's hard to accept people can because when you're a kid like you don't think growing up you're going to grow apart mm-mm so you think these friends are your friends, mm. and I, it's so well, hard to accept you, that fact. You of life. never think that you're going to grow apart from people. No, there were people who were in my wedding. Yeah, I mean, it's been what almost a year. Almost a year. It's been about roughly ten months, and I'm not friends with them anymore. Yeah, and not just like one, like four. <laughs> I I remember in college, one of my friends said something along the lines of. Well, I don't see what the big deal is. We're not going to be friends later. And we were like best friends. It's not like we were just acquaintances. We were really best friends. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And she goes, we're just in each other's lives for phases and then we grow apart. And I remember at the time being not, I guess, offended, but not offended on my behalf, just offended on friendship as a whole. <laughs> yeah. Like, Why are you planning the end? Mm-hmm. Of the friendship. Because... But it... You... Because, like, she's right. She's right. But you don't know. Like, yeah. like I said, there are people who were in my life 10 months ago in my wedding who I'm not friends with anymore. But my mom and her best friend have been best friends since, like, middle school. Mm-hmm. And it's been... I don't know how long ago she and was then, in high school. I think part but like of it... like, 25, 30 years and they're still best friends. Yeah. And I think part of it is, yes, when you... When you grow up you're finding out who you are and I think you should grow and there are some people who may not be in your life forever mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think if someone really does mean a lot to you and they're not a toxic person to yeah. you mm-hmm. and you can grow together if you if you're able to mm-hmm. I think carving out time to make sure that that person that you that that friend knows mm-hmm. that they're still important to you yeah. so because that's what I was I was thinking about earlier too I was like I was so upset when you know she had this other friend where especially back when you're that young, it's hard mm-hmm. because you don't really have cell phones. Mm-mm. You don't really, like you're probably doing a lot of extracurriculars. Like mm-hmm. obviously when you're older, there's other things that are busy. Right. But it's easy. I feel like it's almost easier to carve out time for people even like, or just stay in touch with people. Yeah. Because like when you're young, you have to depend on your your parents bringing mm-hmm. you everywhere and driving you and just all that kind of stuff. Now, if you really want someone in your life, you can make that time. As an adult. Yeah. It's like, and like, I have that response, that ownership of the friendship. Yeah. And like, I have a friend who I love to death and, but we are on completely different paths. Mm -hmm. And like, she is traveling the world, doing musical theater. Mm -hmm. She's thinking about like moving to New York Mm -hmm. and moving to London eventually. And so like, we're just like, completely opposite sides of the world literally but then we still make time to Mm -hmm. even if we're busy on like every week we will make time like every two or three weeks to call Mm -hmm. each other and catch up and talk about Mm -hmm. everything for a couple hours yeah my um my roommate uh from school her name's Catherine. she lives in canada uh i'd say about once every two weeks we facetime and but we we text almost every day even if it's just like one message and then Mm -hmm the next person will get back the next day. Like, it's not like we're in constant contact. But we talk almost every day. Like, our last conversation last on last Friday, we talked from 8 o'clock until 1 in the morning. Wow. Just on FaceTime. So it, it is important that if you do care about a friendship, and it is mutual, because mm-hmm. sometimes yes. people, you're the one who's left behind. Yes. Which is really is hard, hard. When the other person's like, I'm growing, and unfortunately I'm growing mm-hmm. past, past you. Past, yeah. 
I feel that a lot. Like, personally, I guess I really fall into that state of, like, feeling like people leave me mm-hmm. and feeling like they're kind of not, like, not even just outgrown me, but just they don't outgrown, need. Yeah, like, they don't need what I can give them. They mm-hmm. kind of just move on without really saying anything or, like, a closure. Thing, like, closure, I guess. And so I always feel really lonely. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's something that I struggle with a lot. So actually, that's like, that's a really good question. How do you deal with feeling lonely and feeling loneliness? Actually, I want to get your take on this because I love being alone. I am such an independent loner. Like, I love my friends. Mm -hmm. I love my friends. I love hanging out with them. But I, especially now that I live by myself, Mm -hmm. it is so, I love, I don't like being lonely, but I love being alone. I love being yeah. able to watch what I want to watch on TV. I love being able to cook what food I want. I love being able to take my dog on a walk when he, like, when either of us want to go. Like, mm-hmm. I love being able to do my own thing when I want. Mm-hmm. I, I've lived on my own, like, without a roommate or anything for about two months now. Mm-hmm. And I think I've only felt genuine loneliness once. And that's in the middle of quarantine. Really? Yeah. And it was, like, the first Monday of moving in when I was, like, the first time by myself in the middle of quarantine. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, I just sat on the couch for, like, six hours and just stared out the window. (laughs) And that was, like, the, really the only time I felt lonely. I, I don't. I think I enjoy my alone time too much to the point where it's a problem. See, I feel lonely, like, every other day. (laughs) That's why I want to hear what your, your opinion on this topic. It's really funny, because I was talking to Zane about this, my husband, um, recently-ish, I think it might have been in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, quarantine my- is, luckily, like like I have already said, I don't really feel loneliness mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel lonely when events happen. Yeah. But on the general like, like day-to-day. FOMO lonely? Like- no, like, um, like when things happen, like, I guess, like monumental life events. Ah. Not like, not friends hanging out kind mm-hmm. of things, but like big things that will affect your life. Yeah. For the future. That's kind of stuff when I'm like, oh, I wish I could share that with someone. I wish... Like, that's the kind of stuff I kind of get lonely on. Mm-hmm. The normal day-to-day, like, mundaneness of life, I don't really... But anyway, the point mm-hmm. was, during quarantine, I feel like if you are what I'm going to call a normal person, where you do <laughs> feel loneliness, I feel like quarantine just exasperated that mm-hmm. by, like, a thousand percent. Because my whole childhood, I always thought I was an introvert. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm introverted. I like my alone time. I like being alone. I just like going home and being by myself. It's my favorite thing. And then I... Always, always, always thought that. Because I guess around high schoolish, I was like, oh, I'm not an, I'm not fully an introvert, but I'm not fully an extrovert. Mm-hmm. I, so I consider myself like an ambivert, like in mm-hmm. between. And Zane's such a believer on that doesn't exist. You have to be one or the other and you're not an introvert. You're not an introvert. I was like, I'm deaf. I'm not an extrovert. And I was thinking about it in quarantine. I realized, oh, shit. I love being around people. <laughs> and it made me realize I've been an extrovert this whole time. But when I was younger, I was always with people. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to college... I was in a program for musical theater. Mm-hmm. So there were only like six of us mm-hmm. in our, in my class, in my, um, in our program. Mm-hmm. We all lived in the same building. We all went to the same classes together. We all ate together. We went shopping together. We did everything together. So I always, I would Just always. Just thinking about that is like making me go, oh my God. <laughs> so I would always feel like I'm an introvert. I want to be home. I want to be alone. But it wasn't that. It's that I just never had alone time. Yes. And I'm an extroverted homebody. Yeah, you're an so I love being body. home, but I love there being like tons of people around me at all yeah. times too. So once I got out of college and I didn't have people around me all the time, I didn't always have friends coming over. It was hard. Mm-hmm. It was really hard. Because I will say, even though I love being alone, I love being, you know, my alone time and everything. When doing a show 
And then when the show ends, I do miss kind of being mm-hmm. around people. And then, like, coming out of school, mm-hmm. that was an adjustment period. Mm-hmm. But I think I just adjust too quickly to being, to being alone. alone. Mm-hmm. I live with my husband, so I'm never really truly alone anymore. So I'm always kind of with somebody. But we almost feel like the same person. But it's never like, oh, when, when we're together, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. It feels like we are, but we aren't. Mm-hmm. It never... It, I would get sad about it because I was always like, I don't have a lot of friends that are also extroverts all my friends are extreme introverts who just want to be home alone all the time our friend she was my neighbor she's well you you used to also be my neighbor yeah um and i lived together yeah until until you moved but after my wedding we still talked like every day we still texted every single day we didn't see each other for four months yeah and we live next door to each other yeah because she's just such an introvert and just likes her alone time so much it just never happened and so i never really and that's funny because Izzy and I live together and we're both extreme introverts mm-hmm. and love our alone time. And sometimes it was overwhelming that we were both in the house at the same time. Mm-hmm. Even though like we are in our own rooms, like not necessarily like with each other. We are just... I mean, that makes sense because I guess you just don't feel like... If you like your alone time that much, it's like you can't feel like you can relax. Yeah, All the like healthy? 100%. I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't think that's it is. That's coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Because it's definitely probably not <laughs> me trying to not be like calling you out. Like that's definitely it's okay. Not- I own it. I don't think it's good. I think I need to push myself more to not be yeah, alone so much. I guess I kind of get that too. Because sometimes, because like you I said, have to. Challenge- I love people. Like I said, I will. I will be around people all day. Obviously, but you have to like challenge yourself to like even go to the store by yourself. Yeah, you don't like being by yourself. I like being my by myself when I'm at home, mm-hmm. but when I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't like when I'm out I like there to be people around me if I'm home I like there to be people over like I love when people just come over and we play Jackbox or that we watch so, them. Much fun. so much fun so I think I need to get better at not being alone I mean yeah I need to get better at not being alone and you need to get better yeah. we need we need to switch yeah we need to meet in the middle the other thing that you have to deal with after college after like losing friends is figuring out how to find new friends Ugh, yes which like because that's my problem is like all my old friends moved away or they are just are starting work, their own life starting their own life yeah. or like we're just all at different stages mm-hmm. of life like some of them if they're not in school they're working all the time or some of them who just had it's kids hard. and like it's i'm not there yet and it's really hard to find friends after you're out of college yeah. and so zane's always like you need to try something you need to go take a cooking class you, need you know to they go- have those dating apps where you can like turn it on to the friend section yeah where you only get friends. i'm just scared i'm gonna get murdered i know me too <laughs> so i can't do that <laughs> me too like i'm so scared i'm just gonna like be kidnapped <laughs> yeah but zane's always like you need to take a cooking class go join like a roller derby team which i will not do that'd be but your ice skating figure skater dreams could come true via we roller bought derby. we bought roller skates because of tiktok um, yeah. <laughs> all the TikTok roller skaters, and we are so bad. Really, Zane and I will do it in the parking lot. It's we are very bad. Like, we're not the worst. You want to know how clumsy I am? The only I'm the only person in the world that could do this. <laughs> I was making a bowl of pretzels. Okay, just making a bowl. I was tr- I had a bowl and I was putting pretzels in the bowl <laughs> for a snack. Okay? okay, and one fell out of the bowl and hit me on my toe, <laughs> and it hurt so bad that I cried. <laughs> Is that a clumsiness or is that pain tolerance? Both. <laughs> like I'm the only person who can hurt myself with a pretzel. So I I don't I'm going to like break my whole body if I do roller derby. But you know, he's always like go out and do things and I'm like 
but I don't want to do it alone. I want someone to come out and do it with me. Yeah. Like, I want another I'll, friend to I'll come with me. I'll try roller derby with you. I'm not doing roller derby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, adamantly against roller derby. No. Like, no. Watch your Baby Boots does not want to do rollerblading. Nope. <laughs> I told you, I was a spy, not a roller skater. I was, just, I was like, how do I deal with feeling lonely? But I, was, I just cry. <laughs> I cry and I complain to Zane about wanting, wishing I had more friends because I just don't. I don't have a lot of extroverted friends and I also don't have a lot of friends that like doing the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Like we're mm-hmm. also so vastly different in our interests that it's mm-hmm. hard. That's true. If I want to go do one specific kind of thing, they probably don't want to either. Yeah. I have a lot of friends like personality wise, but I don't have a lot of friends interest interest wise. So if you're feeling lonely, hit hit, hit baby boots up. No, <laughs> figure I guess figure out why you're feeling lonely because there could be a lot of reasons behind it. Because I know the other thing I also do is I will have just hung out with people the day before, and the next day I'll be so sad and feel so lonely, and I'm like nobody likes me. Aww. Nobody's nobody's talking to me today, which means they don't like me. And then I. I used to have those thoughts when it was more of a go, 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 mm-hmm. what, like pre-quarantine, mm-hmm. like especially in college because I was always, always, always doing something. I would yeah. wake up, have classes in the morning until noon, go to work from noon to five, mm-hmm. and then have rehearsal from 5.30 to whenever Never. rehearsal got out. Mm-hmm. And then normally would go out to eat with the that like Taco Cabana or something <laughs> after. So it was just always doing something. So I remember those moments of, having nothing to do mm-hmm. you're like oh god no one really likes no one me. Really likes me. Out with me because we just happen to be there mm-hmm. but now that i'm removed from that kind of go 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 mm-hmm. i need to get better at not 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 being okay with being lonely but but just trying harder i guess to mm-hmm. see people yeah because if, if someone I, comes up to me... From my perspective, I feel like you see people all the time. That's true. If, like, if people offered, like, hey, do you want to go out? Like, I'll say, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I also, like... Because I also reach out to people to hang out. Mm-hmm. But I don't... When I feel lonely, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I also have a terrible memory. So maybe I'm just walking out <laughs> the time I feel lonely. But I, I do. I, the biggest things of when I feel lonely when life events are happening and I feel like I don't have anyone to share it with. Because I don't want to bother my friends. Like, mm-hmm. That's my, my problem too. About it. I don't like, want to burden them. Well, and that's, quote. like I said, with, with like, we live next door, but I know how much she likes her alone time. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to bother her with me just wanting to hang out all the time and talk all the time because I'm clingy in all aspects of my life. <laughs> just now realizing this as I'm saying it out loud. I'm how so, many revelations have you had today? Like eight. <laughs> but it's like, I know how introverted she is. I don't want to bother her. Yeah. You know, it's not like I have... But as an introvert, mm-hmm. I love when my friends come to me. Really? Yeah. I would much rather them come to me about something that I've that's on their mind, whether I can help them or not, than them bottle it up. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm the queen of... Bottling it up? Bottling it up. <laughs> because I don't want to bother anyone else. Yeah. But no, I think if your worry is about you're feeling lonely and you don't want to approach someone about it, mm-hmm. they hopefully won't feel that way. And if they do feel that way, you don't want them in your life. Because... Because yeah. I guess, you, like, it's the same thing, like, if you are dating someone mm-hmm. and you need certain things out of the relationship and they need certain things out of the relationship and they can't give you what you need, as much as you love them to death, mm-hmm. it's just not going to work mm-hmm. out. Like, you're going, it's... And the same or, rule should apply to friendships. Yeah. Which usually doesn't. Most people don't think of it that way. No. 
Like most people think of friendships like such in such a different any sort of manner. ship, any ship, any ship, relationship, friendship, mentorship, mentorship, boat ship, boat ship. <laughs> Who says boat ship? <laughs> cruise ship, cruise ship. There you go. I love cruise ships. All right, guys, we're gonna log off because I'm gonna go on a cruise. We're gonna go on a baby cruise boots right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once we, I can. I, are cruises actually like going right now? I don't think so. Actually, probably not because I, of all the like. Remember at the beginning, like back in March. Yeah. Lots of people were stuck on cruise ships. Yeah. I bet that whole industry is taking a hit. Take, every industry is taking true. a hit. Okay, so how do you, how should someone deal with being lonely? I, so I guess figuring out the cause, because like I said earlier, like I fall into the trap of feeling like I'm lonely and people don't like me. When I just hung out with them yesterday, I'm in my head. So mm-hmm. figuring out if it's like I actually am feeling lonely or I'm just bored bored, um, and kind of figuring out the difference between that and then using that to kind of help yourself. Because if you're just feeling bored, then like find something to do, find something to fill your time. But if you're legitimately feeling lonely then reach out to your friends to hang out or text somebody that you haven't talked to in a while or like they would i'm sure yeah they would love to hear from you Mm -hmm, absolutely in general yeah so like i guess it's just figuring out why Mm -hmm. and then using that to help yourself either hang out with people making sure you're not bored or finding new activities to Mm -hmm. make more friends or take that time and look at yourself and do some self do some self-growth that's my that's my favorite thing to do i love self-growth well guys that was our first episode that's crazy like of this verb cast i can't believe like i'm like so like i cannot believe it's wild that we're actually doing this yeah crazy i hope you guys enjoyed it i did too like i hope we maybe said something useful yeah the plan is to um have an episode out every monday as yeah right now. so we're gonna go um figure out when we can go back on a cruise when it's safe in 2035 <laughs> <laughs> because i, I girl like, I loves love, the sun girl loves water i love cruises they are so fun and they have all you can eat buffets <laughs> which like done me done I, and done I went to the ice cream machine like eight times a day no joke <laughs> it's so good all right so let's go hopefully we will see you every monday make sure you check us out on social media at verb.go and send us your questions at askivhpod at gmail.com We post new podcast episodes every Monday, so subscribe to Insert Verb here so you can insert verb into your daily routine.